0: Welcome to Speak the Truth, a podcast devoted to giving biblical truth for educating, equipping, and encouraging the individual and local church in counseling and discipleship. Hello, hello, hello. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, I want to say it so bad. (laughs) We're
1: back in studio.
0: We're back in studio. Uh, Yes, we are. (laughs) Anyway.
1: And we're with Jeremy, so that's good. It's
0: good to be here. Yeah, 2023, some Mm -hmm. more episodes. The three of us are back. And we actually have a a, a great episode here to kick off a little, shall I say, series of sorts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So every year, so, you know, I think at this point they've listened to, uh, you know, our kind of our reason for our silence for a bit and then uh we talked a little bit about the conference and what to expect uh, when you come join us in april notice i said when you come not if you come so we hope to see you there and we've already gotten a great response and pretty pumped about it um but for the conference for the last three years i can't believe it's been three years since we started this project uh jeremy and i discussed creating a resource that tied into the pre-conference And so every pre-conference we have counseling through something, some area of the Bible. And we started off with Psalms. And one of the things that the speakers did is they would teach us a passage, but how to use that passage in the counseling session. So trying to get them to be very practical in the way that they, uh, help our attendees grow in not only their knowledge of the word, but then how do they encourage and share that with others. And so uh, a pre-conference is only four sessions, and so obviously that's just, you know, giving us a little sip. Mm-hmm. How do we give them more and being able to take that kind of that uh, application of Scripture and be able to grow more in it? And so we created a resource Uh, That just has uh, tons of different authors, a lot of our speakers and training leaders and just ministry partners all contribute to the book and they take a particular passage and they have a a structure that they uh, stick to, which is, hey, what is this passage saying? How do you use this passage in a counseling session? And what are some examples of what you would give for an after session assignment to your counselee? And um, we've got a really great response from it. And it's been a tool that I think has been really helpful uh, for others, one of the things is, as you might notice, if you already have these books, is that we might have duplicate passages and we don't cover every passage. So, obviously, Psalms is big, a big book. But if a particular, if two speakers actually, or two writers, I should say, uh, picked the same passage, we kept that in the book mm-hmm. because we wanted. Um, the reader to see the the different ways that a counselor can use this in a counseling session. Yeah, and good. so I think that's um, kind of a sweet thing that ended up being added. Well, we have Counseling Through Psalms. You have one that's Counseling Through Old Testament Narratives. Last year was Counseling Through New Testament Scriptures. And then this year, we're launching Counseling Through Proverbs. And so it's been really fun to see how this book has come together. And so it's ready to go and, and will be uh, released at the conference. But what I think is really good is to get the authors on the podcast to be able to talk through the scripture. So you have a few podcast um, audio to kind of help you work through the scripture um that that hopefully when you get the book it will just allow you to use it that much more as a resource and then obviously all three of us have written one and so why not launch the series with jeremy Uh. sharing with us what he did and so that's what today will be and then uh, you'll have a couple of podcasts that comes afterwards where we invite some authors michael you're going to share one with us and then a couple of the other offers or the other authors um, who've participated will be able to share with us, too, their heart for that passage, why they selected it, and um, and the best way to use that in a counseling session.
0: Yeah, that's good. Thank you for that, Shauna. So with that, Jeremy, why did you choose Proverbs 1? Well, I thought um, in thinking through
2: um, what kind of resource to develop, I thought Proverbs 1 would be a great start in terms of just creating a lens through which people actually interact with the other Proverbs Um, So it's just a great introduction, Proverbs 1, 1 through 7, um, that reads this, The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth, let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Mm-hmm. And so, what I did is, I just basically took some wording uh, out of that particular passage, which is telling us: here's what the proverbs are for. Here, here is, um, here are things that uh, the proverbs are designed to do. And so I basically just created a, a, a schema for people to journal through as they work through the Proverbs. So the idea, we've probably all uh, heard of this, but it's it's not unusual for me to tell my own uh, counselees um, as part of their devotional life to start reading one Proverbs a day. There's 31 Proverbs, uh, and so you read through the Pro- book of Proverbs every single month. So the idea of this particular resource is that a person is actually going to be doing that, and as they read through the Proverbs uh, each each month, uh, they can use this grid as as a, a guide to help them journal through each chapter.
0: Yeah, that's really good.
2: That's good. So what is the grid? So the grid is literally taken out of those verses that we just read, and so the first uh, the first. Uh, idea to think through is wisdom. Um, As a person is reading through a proverb, uh, they're encouraged to write out at least three points of wisdom that they glean from today's reading. Mm. Um, And the second thing is instruction. Uh, Were there specific instructions in this chapter, practical things? And are these relevant to your life experiences today? How will you seek to apply this instruction? Mm. So it's really getting people to engage uh, very specifically. Um, The third thing is insight. Choose one insight from today's reading and list it in your journal. Why was this insight so meaningful to you? Maybe this is an insight into yourself. Um, Wise dealings. Did the passages you read today address practical issues in life? Uh, What nuggets of practical wisdom did you glean? If you follow such wisdom, how do you think it will impact your life in the coming days or months? And then righteousness, justice, and equity. Central to the Christian life is the ethic to love your neighbor. What did today's chapter encourage regarding the treatment of others? How will you seek to exhibit this wisdom in your community and with other people? Knowledge and direction. How will today's chapter impact your discretion and in, in decision-making? If the chapter covered several several areas, simply focus on one. And then learning. What did you learn or what were you reminded of in today's reading? Guidance. Write out a brief prayer asking the Lord to use the wisdom and insights from today's passage to guide your life. Write out a similar prayer for someone you love. And then finally, uh, the passage uh, or the, the verse that is so seminal here the fear of the lord or foolishness uh, were you convicted by anything you read today if so how did your heart respond did you feel resistance in your soul were you motivated towards change how might today's reading increase, increase your fear or awe of god and his infinite wisdom journal a prayer of gratitude where you were moved and motivated and or a prayer of repentance where your heart wrestled to submit to the wisdom offered and then maybe also reflect on James uh, chapter four, five through ten, uh, which is the passage on repentance. Yeah. So, really, this is this is a a resource that can be used for every other proverb, as people are reading and thinking through the purposes of the proverbs. Um, they can they can read through and journal uh, according to these themes, and hopefully that could be helpful and practical to them.
0: No, that's good because there are. I mean, thematically speaking. The wisdom and foolishness is pretty much in every mm-hmm. proverb, and you just have to—the reader just has to determine how it actually works itself out, in what way, and what means. Yes. And so that's a thats a good grid. That's a super helpful grid, uh, super helpful for the counselors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just pulled straight out of the Bible. There so. it is. Yeah.
1: So one of my roles in creating this book is to get all of the contributions from all the different authors and, and edit it and kind of help structure, maybe add some things to it before we send it off to the professional editor. Cause I am definitely not a professional grammatic error that it's not, you know, grammar, like that's not my, uh, my strength, but what I did love, uh, it, so what I, but what I do love about the project is just to see all the different ways that the authors will take the scripture and take the same structure but then taking a scripture and breaking it down this particular way. And so it's a really fun project for me to do. But I was really excited when I got this one, Jeremy, um, because what you did is not, one, you're starting us off in Proverbs 1, but you're, you're taking the passage and actually creating something for us to use and all the ongoing passages which I thought was really helpful because I've done this myself where I've taken Proverbs and that's my devotional that I do mm-hmm. every morning and and actually kind of this whole when I'm getting started again like I remember when I first was starting to get into scripture or I really struggle with depression in a lot of ways in my life and so it's it's like how do I just get into the word and, and go to it for something. Proverbs allows you to say okay what's today's date okay it's the 13th let me mm. just go to Proverbs 13 and not have to feel like I've got to catch up on all the other yes. passages to be able just to to go to that particular chapter. So what this does then is is take something like that that not only would we be wanting to do this in our own life but we would encourage our counselees or our friends or just in discipleship to interact with the scripture in a way that you're having them stop and really think through the passage. Mm. They could really take this, not just for the whole chapter, but almost take one chapter and work through it uh, very slowly because you've really given us some questions that um, we'd have to sit in for a little bit. Like, how would you seek to exhibit this wisdom in your community and with others? Like, we need to, like, really reflect on that. And then once we kind of determine that and hopefully talk with our counselor or our friend, um, how are we being held accountable for that? How are we being encouraged in exhibiting that in that particular way? Um, what were you convicted by anything you read today? Like what a great question for us, not just to say i'm reading this passage just to read it, check mark, but how am I actually going and delighting in the Word, but then seeking the lord's wisdom on how do I apply this in my life that's a, That's a very intentional saying that we should be encouraging all of our counselees to interact and, and reflect on God's Word in that way. So what a, what a great resource. So thank you for for writing it in this particular way, because I think this will be not just Proverbs 1, but taking Proverbs 1 and saying, how are we reading the entire book?
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's really good. And so, Jeremy, obviously, uh, with that grid, you've got some of that grid that you're implementing in session, but then you also have a part of that grid, to Shauna's point, that you're giving the counselee After session, to go and implement, and kind of, you know, that having that self confrontation time in the word and engaging within that grid. Uh, Some tidbits you want to share, just kind of, you know, in this particular piece of in session, out of session that you did. Yeah, sure. You know, the the beauty of the proverbs is
2: bringing forth wisdom as well as highlighting folly, and so I think this is a great document that can be a a weekly homework assignment, or however often often you're meeting with an individual, where they actually work through these questions uh, throughout the week, and then a good portion of the session following up is, let's talk through some of this. And as a counselor, it gives us opportunity to drill deeper and ask uh, questions that can continue to explore whatever the Holy Spirit is is doing in their interaction with those particular verses. So in session, it would simply be following up with what they've done the previous week and just taking that conversation even further.
0: No, that's good. And and what Tashana's point to, and I'll just kind of elaborate a little bit more on that, is the in session, after session is really, I would argue, is a a discipling mechanism Mm -hmm. because a lot of people that are coming in, they don't really have a spiritual discipline of getting in the Word too much right for at least in right. my experience right. Right. in my experience so the the spiritual discipline is lacking of being able to get into the word and being able to engage and really what you've really established here just within the first seven verses is a bible study method mm. and then you're helping mm. them equip that in session to kind of show them how that works and then speak into it and so obviously assuming that we see these people for you know at least you know four to eight sessions i mean arguably you know Sixty to ninety days, I mean you can get into a pretty good habit of getting into the word, and you have really kind of helped them establish uh an opportunity to do that, so I think that's I think that's great and and another piece is you could use this in marriage counseling, yep
2: um as people are are bringing their struggles to you, just having husbands and wives go through this grid as it relates to the relationship a great and, idea. and how they're dealing with one another,
0: yeah.
1: It's a great idea. You need to have a second set of questions for
0: us. It's <laughs> yeah, like, it's like individual marriage. <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think I'd be
1: I'd be fine to ask you Michael, how did your heart respond to that particular scripture? <laughs> yeah. And then we'd
0: we'd couple that with Matthew 7 and, and we you know, we'd go, have through some- <laughs> to go to James 4, wouldn't we? <laughs> That's good.
1: Yeah. Well, one of the things I noticed is uh, in the after session assignment that you actually said if you want to go deeper, complete this exercise every month for an entire year. So I was like, that's actually really good. If you think about that, would be reading Proverbs twelve times, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what are your thoughts? Would what are your thoughts? I mean, this is like a brainstorming kind of thing, but you know, would you have the 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 person or would you personally use the same journal? And then go back, okay, so the next month, I'm going back through the scripture, seeing what I previously wrote and add to it in like a different color or something. Mm. That's a girl thing for me.
0: That's a good idea. Or
1: do they start with like a fresh journal?
0: Our la- our and obviously both biblical of, those, yeah, both of those are
1: fine. But what would you guys do as guys? Like, would you start with a fresh journal every single month and have 12 journals for the Proverbs? Or would you take the same journal and just keep adding to it every month?
0: Well, I'm sure you've got a lot of listeners that are like loving that idea. What those the colored the, those pencil, uh, those Leslie notes of biblical counseling? I'm sure are listening to this and and, and really identified with it.
1: That. Mm-hmm. That's assuming everybody has watched Parks and Rec, right? Uh-huh. Anyway, we're not advertising that. No, so. we're not. I'm just saying it's just you know when you you know, it comes when to
0: organization it. and colors mm-hmm. and just helping people organize God's word.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. But what would you guys do as guys? Would y'all start with a fresh journal or would you just add to the same one? Any preference?
0: I don't. I don't think I would do all the colors. I would just have I don't know I'd um, have some sort of personal identifier marker your little
1: Logos uh, note card you know that you do uh, like it's lessons. been revealed my secret is revealed <laughs> yes what about you Jeremy do you like can write stuff still or do I you, do. you do? yeah
2: huh. yeah I use that's Logos. the only thing I do
1: so fresh journal or I would
2: do a fresh journal you and would? maybe compare okay <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: like at the end of each month like uh-huh. go back and see what's something new yeah. yeah that would be yeah. good that way you don't but cheat. I
0: like your idea too. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah.
1: So we'll have to see. Y'all me- Y'all message us on social media and let us know what you decided to do.
0: See, I think they're both great ideas. The reason why I would choose to write it in Logos is because it's indexed. And so I can choose a word or term, and then it, it takes me immediately to what I want to see. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's all.
1: Well, one of the things I like about this, too, is just the, the reflecting and uh, on Scripture. And, I mean, obviously reading Proverbs 12 different times, there's going to be Scriptures that really stand out to you that – you might even be meditating on and memorizing and um and that's obviously a good thing i think that's one of the things that's really missing that I want to encourage all of our brothers and sisters in Christ to do more of is scripture memorization. And I was just personally encouraged by this because my son, Dustin, he's he's 21, and his girlfriend, Bree, have been, I walk in on them and they're just sitting on the couch and they're practicing scripture memorization and they're doing this just for their own heart. Hmm. And it's just been so fun just to see their relationship develop and and grow stronger and the Lord individually and obviously together. But just to hear them reciting those scripture verses, obviously as a mom just blesses my heart for the both of them. But here's how it turned. It came back on me though. Last night, he actually, this actually happened last night. He came home from work and I, uh, he's just, Hey, how are you? How are you doing? And I'm like, I'm not really well, you know, I'm really struggling with depression over the last couple of weeks. And it's just been really hard for me, uh, ju- just to kind of complete my daily task and assignments. And he goes, you know, well, what are you joyful for mom? What are you thankful for? And first Thessalonians says, rejoice, rejoice, always and he just starts quoting me the scripture verses and in his mind he's just having a conversation with me and and using the scripture verses to encourage me but in that moment like how sweet that was because what he had done prior and him and his girlfriend you know being encouraged to memorize these specific scriptures ended up just pouring over now was ministering to you it really Mm, was and i just thought that was so sweet and it also reminded me of one i want to do that so i asked I asked like, I was like, will you, write, will you make me some note cards? Because I need to be as diligent as you guys are and actually memorizing Scripture. What a blessing. But then hopefully that will encourage us, too, that as you're reading the Proverbs, if any of those stand out, that we will encourage our counselees to do that. Because as they um, are struggling, it will hopefully minister to their own heart where they can recite that verse. But then obviously, like I was blessed by it last night, that oh. it will hopefully overflow to the others in their community. Mm-hmm. So.
0: It's great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that, that was good. a little
1: personal, but it works with this, right? No, like, I think that's I mean, kind it's...
0: of the, the well. That's the goal of this, right? Yeah. It's it's uh, it's to you know have uh, an opportunity to to personally reflect on. How is God's word really engaging our hearts? I mean, that, otherwise, why are we reading it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yes. So, yeah. So, no, that's good. That's great. Jeremy, any uh, any final thoughts on how you can encourage our counselors to to use this? Well, I just encourage the folks that are listening to
2: make sure they get their hands on this new resource that's going to be coming out in April, um, because there there are a lot of f- uh, excellent uh, handouts that are very practical for the counseling process. So I'm very excited and grateful that Shauna once again pulled this off
1: i know it's so exciting we have four books now in this yep and we have another book that maybe we'll uh have the author come on and and talk about this also being released at the conference so you yep. know we, we can't say that here right bring a little bit of excitement but we're excited four of these books and we hope that you guys are finding this as a valuable resource and we even uh talked to a counseling uh, ministry that's a, a partner of us for a long time and, and she was even saying that her counselors uh actually do this as a as they come together, like in their mm-hmm. uh, counseling meetings where the counselors will each take a passage and their own devotional time, use this structure to create on their own and then share it with their, with their colleagues, you mm-hmm. know, and they'll all talk about it. And, and that, I just thought that was really cool because it goes beyond this book. Don't get stuck with just the book. Use this book as a resource, but then create your own using the same structure, um, mm-hmm. within your counseling ministry. So, or with just within your own In your own life, right? That's good. Multiply,
0: multiply. That's what discipleship is about, right? Instructionally, relationally.
1: Yep. So you'll be able to get this in April, and you can look at the other books at christiancounseling.com at the store.
0: Awesome. Thank you, guys. We'll see you all next time.